And then you notice one of the um, fungal toadstool body, whatever it is, blinks at you. Aw. I mean, probably. It looks like it's gardening. I love that. And as you come around the corner... I know what what these are. I know Adrian doesn't know what these are. And these are like my favorite creatures in the whole game. Does she get it with advantage because she's a dark elf? Nope. I'm not a dark elf. I'm half dark elf. So she only gets half advantage. And this is normal down here? Underdark's a big place. Chapter 157, The Fungal Forest. Okay. So, in the last episode, you guys had been jumped by some strange otherworldly creatures that literally just flowed right out of the walls of the passage and tried to go and uh, eat you guys. Um, Although they may not have been trying to eat you, but uh, the uh, effect was the same. And uh, end up with a bit of a bit of a fight there. Uh, a couple of people got a bit damaged. Just a bit. Um, and uh, you guys are all sitting around, and uh, the dust has settled. And actually, it's really bizarre. The the creatures' bodies, uh, once you defeated them, just like dropped into the floor of the stone of the passage and just sucked right in, like it was water instead. And they were just sinking down into water, and they were just bloop gone. And uh, there you guys find yourself. So how uh, how bad off are we? Let's let's go around. Um, so uh, Cotter, how bad did you end up on that one? I'm still at full hit points. Yeah, you get, you barely got hit. I don't think I got hit at all. Yeah, and uh, then uh, uh, Craval, how bad did you end up? Uh, not so horrible. I was one of the people that took a lot of physical damage, but I still have a lot of my resources left. So it's kind of a part and partial, but I'm doing all right. Excellent, good. And Adri. I'm down to 27, which is less yeah. than half of my head. Yeah, you got banged down a little bit there. And, and how about uh, how about Noan, Noan? Uh, Noan's just down five. Yeah. So Barely. he's doing pretty good. He was dodging away from a lot of nasty bikes. Yeah, he, he went full defense mode to begin with, which was probably a bright idea. And then Arlen. I'm at 11. Yeah. Okay. Um, so a little bit of a problem. So anyways, um, I, I guess first order of business will be healing up. And actually, before we do that, um, I know a couple of people made nature rolls and uh, came up with nothing on what these creatures were. Um, anyone who did not make a nature roll and in the, uh, during the fight can try to do that now. And uh, uh, either nature or history, to see if maybe you know anything out of history about it. And uh, I got a, an 18. Non-natural 20. Okay, so, so you guys actually have come across um, legends like this, and, and these things were called Zorn. And they're actually creatures from the elemental plane of Earth, and they are apparently drawn towards um, precious metals and gemstones. They actually eat precious metals and they eat gems, and that's where they get their sustenance from. So they probably weren't actually trying to eat you, but they were probably just trying to get a hold of your uh, gems and coins to, uh, to uh, feed upon. Anyways, good. So um, let's uh, go and see if we can uh, do some healing up here. So uh, who needs to do what? Uh, to start it off, uh, I want to cast a spell, which is, I think I should have been prepared. Yes, because all these would have to be prepared spells if they're not part of your circle. Oh, no, they're prepared. I just don't have the actual text. Mm-hmm. So you weren't prepared. Yep. You of, were not prepared. Of course my character would be prepared. Well, while he's being prepared, um, I do have prepared prayer of healing, which I will do, which will do 2d8 plus 3. That's a 10-minute prayer. Okay. So everyone gets back 2d8 plus 3? Yeah, and I'll roll that right now. Are we rolling the d8, or are you? I think it's 10 points of healing. 
Not a lot, but they have nothing. All right. Well, I'm ten, ten. You said. Yeah. So next, I'm I'm gonna cast uh, aura of vitality, which I guess. Well, let's let's get the two d eight first out. Oh, did we not? It was ten. Oh, that was ten. A ten. Total. Okay, good. I missed that. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, aura of vitality, and I'm also gonna activate my necklace to re get a third level spell slot. Okay. But that lets me, um, every turn for a minute. I can heal 2d6 hit points, so I'm going to... Arlen's probably the most hurt, so the first one is going to be 6 hit points. And then, what are you at, 27? 27. Then 2 hit points. Then 5 hit points. Just nice and slow. What are you at now? 34. Out of 54? Okay. Mm -hmm. Six more. Eight more. So that's 14 out of the 20. And don't forget you have hit dice. Yeah. You can probably heal Adri. Hey. Adri, you're down some? Hey. I'm, I'm, that only healed me up to 37, so I still got a ways okay. to go. So I have five more rounds of healing. So you regain eight hit points. Okay. And then you regain another eight hit points. Alrighty. And then you regain ten hit points. Okay, and now I'm good. Okay. I'm, I'm still down. Who else needs healing? I do. You do? Okay. Um that's seven more hit points. Uh I'm at full. You're at full? Does anyone else need I have two more heals. I'll take it because I'm down 19. Okay. You get three hit points. And finally, six hit points. So do you have to use any hit dice at all, Arlen? No. no. And then I can give you some land hands hit points to fill you up. If you all uh, give up 10, that'll put me at full. That sounds good. So is everyone at full now? I'm good. Okay, good. Okay, so you're sitting in the passage. Um, obviously, there isn't even a uh, evidence of the battle that you were just in as the creatures have uh, dissolved into the stone of the floor themselves. And uh, there you are. All right, so I guess well, we need to... Fun. What was that? Well, this was fun. I'm so glad we're here. Yeah. They didn't drop anything at all? Nope, they just disappeared into the floor themselves. Yeah, they were, they were here to make a withdrawal, not a deposit. All right, then. I guess we need to... Yes, we keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So keeping going down, down, down into the depths of the earth. Mm -hmm. And obviously, as you said, um, you guys have uh, entered what seems to be uh, kind of limestone caverns that you'd seen uh, stalactites and stalagmites and columns and flow stone formations, curtains and sheets and, and things like that in various rooms that you've gone through. Um, and you get, you keep going down deeper and, and deeper. Um, and obviously for, for those of you that are used to being on the surface, uh, it just sort of has a um, oppressive feel knowing there's just that gigantic mass of earth above you. Um, just seems to press down on you and um, the whole time. And, uh, then you get to the uh, down and uh, you get to a point where the passage just suddenly opens up into a chamber. And judging by the feel of it, it's a big one. What do we see? You say by the feel of it, we can't see it? Well, obviously you can see into it, but you know how you, know, you get that wide open feeling uh when you uh come to something where it just sort of sucks all the sound out because it's not reflecting yeah, off yeah. the walls anymore so um yeah you open it up and are you gonna if you step up to the edge there which i'm assuming you're doing it mm -hmm. is a big chamber um uh in fact so big that you can't see across it um, in any way shape or form uh, both because of two things. One, just because of the size. The ceiling just goes up into the darkness above you, as does the uh, sides. But also because 
it is completely filled with fungus. Great. And you've entered, I mean, if, uh, if there is a, 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 a giant sequoia forest of mushrooms, this is it. Um, you look forward into you and it's like looking into a large pine forest, but each one of them is just a giant toadstool or giant mushroom. The, the trunks of the mushrooms themselves must be a good three to, in some cases, six or eight feet across. And they stand... Uh, one another, um, sometimes as, as high as 30 feet off the ground. And they just open up into large toadstool-type um, caps, although there are some caps that are, you know, dome-shaped. Other caps uh, seem to turn up on the edges and are almost kind of like platter-shaped. Um, other ones are kind of the rounded, regular uh, mushroom-shaped. And um, obviously with your... Uh, dark vision um, everything is just kind of in in various shades of gray but um interestingly enough some of these are luminescent the ones with the the kind of uh dome shaped tops glow ever so faintly underneath the the ribs of the uh, fungus kind of glows and and shows just kind of a little fairy light on the ground beneath it and it just, this whole chamber seems to be filled with it as if you've just walked into some giant forest of these uh, fungal giants. Are there any smells that are out of place? I mean, I would expect kind of a, a dusty fungal smell. Mm -hmm. Or is there uh, anything besides that? Or is there any sort of breeze? Well, there's certainly no breeze down here in the depths of the earth. But uh, give, me, give me a perception check and see what you can detect with your senses. That's a 20. Okay. So you get a, a deep whiff. And um, obviously the pervading smell is is that mushroom smell. Like you said, that, that dusty mushroom smell. But you just get a faint hint of what seems to you to be cinnamon. And Adrian, obviously, is this normal down here? Is it? Can I, can I roll to see? Uh, actually, you wouldn't even need to roll. Um, you've been through many a fungal forest in the uh, underdark um, there are plenty of chambers that uh, exist like this they're all these are almost like parklands for the drow but is the cinnamon smell normal is what i meant ah so yeah actually well give me uh give me either a nature or a history check to see what you remember does she get it with advantage because she's a dark elf nope i'm not a dark elf i'm half dark elf so she only gets half advantage half advantage rounded down 18. Okay. Um, and you think back and you do remember um, smelling that smell. Um, you were a very, very young girl at the time. And uh, you remember your parents kind of hustling you off. So it uh, was, it had an ominous sort of connotation to you. Uh, but that's the only thing you remember is like you, you did encounter it once before. And whatever it is, it alarmed your parents enough that uh, they immediately took all the, the children out of the area. Uh, but uh, So you have encountered it, but you're not real sure exactly what it is. Just kind of a sense of danger. Yeah, some, something uh, was enough to, uh, to get them to, to leave the area right away. So I'll tell the rest of the party that there's something potentially amiss here. But stay on your guard. I think that goes without saying. Yeah. So are we going to be... I'm saying it anyways. Are we going to be moving like we do over open country? Or is Adrian going to be scouting ahead? Or are we going to be doing something like that? So maybe Adri can use her cloak or maybe Path Without a Trace in combination with Shadow Step and kind of blip around and do some recon. That's my plan. That sounds good to me. Okay. So why don't you uh, give me a stealth roll there after you do pass out the trace? Um, and with my hood up, I have advantage on that. So, whoa, both rolls were 16, but we have pass without a trace makes it 26 plus an additional seven. So 33. 
not too bad. So Adri, as usual, just ninjas off into the darkness ahead of you. And you just see her, you know, come up to the, the first shadow she comes to and she just, just blends in with it. And then you see her up ahead about 60 feet. And, and how far ahead do you want to get in front of the party? I don't think I want to go much further than 60 feet. Okay. Um, and basically you just see, um, tree after tree if, after tree, if you would, of all of the, uh, um, mushroom giants just ahead of you. Adrian, are these things good for anything besides growing big? Why? I can't hear you. I'm 60 feet in front. All right. My bad. I missed that. You want to shout it to her. Really, nothing bad could happen from that. Nothing yeah, right. at all. I'm not is supposed to be that right ass as she was walking off. Is the smell the same now that I'm ahead? Yeah, it is still. Mm. And do I see anything? Uh, give me a investigation check. Twelve? Um, nothing comes to mind there. You just you look around, you don't see anything. Just uh, yet more of these giant uh, toadstools. Giant uh, fungus, you know, sprouting off into the sky. Hmm. So and we... in case you're plotting anything, anything that's trying to detect me does have disadvantage right now. Mm -hmm. So are we going to be um, sneaking our way through or are we just going to be walking right up a pathway we find? I would think sneaking would be the best. Let's sneak. Okay. So are you? And just... once they get within thirty feet of me again, they have um, plus ten to their stealth as well for the next half hour. Sounds good. So how, are we just going to do a leapfrog thing where you're going to go and scout forward, and then they'll come after you and scout forward and come after you? Yeah, well, I'll stay in the within thirty feet of them. Sounds good. And uh, so, next question is: Where are you going? Because all you can see, I mean, you can't see the forest for the trees, as they say. You can't. There's so many of these fungal giants, you can't really even see where where the other side of this uh, room is. Are you going to go straight up the middle across there? Are you going to try to go around the outside? What are you going to try to do to navigate through this room? I think straight up the center should be okay, considering there's so many trees. Okay. There's plenty of space to hide. Okay, well, let me get a stealth roll from everybody else without the additional bonus just to see what's mm -hmm. happening when you're not in in uh, Adri's immediate proximity. And this mithril chainmail means I don't get disadvantage on stealth, right? I I think it's just really, really light. So it you know it wouldn't, wouldn't act as heavy armor at that point. So, yeah. yeah so, yeah. Okay. Well, I, I don't remember. I'll pull out oh, the book. No. Well, sorry, Adri. Oh, that's good. What have you done? Um, nothing. So what'd you get, Arlen? I got a three. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So, so what happens is Adri bops forward and then gives you guys all a wave to come up there. And uh, then you guys start uh, start walking forward and, and Arlen just kind of like puts his hand up against one of those mushrooms as he's going past and um then it just you just hear creak 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 and apparently it was old and rotted and it just kawam falls down uh, next to him oh man dude that's you little... say nothing at all peregrine took i think that was a little excessive for a three i got an eight 33 versus a three <laughs> I got Sorry. 13. Okay. And Creval, what did you end up with? An all-powerful 12. Okay. So, um, Adri, it, it sounds like there's like a tinker's cart full of people making, you know, party noises coming up behind My you. My God, you guys. <laughs> but, but amazingly, when they get within 30 feet of you, it, it magically calms down. But, but they're just, you know, knocking things over and kicking up dust and all sorts of stuff. So does that mean we're just sort of going to have to walk? within 30 feet of you or are we just well if you want to keep the enough? pass all the trays on yeah and get that plus 10 if we're not good i think enough, it's worth slowing our pace down to keep ourselves quiet yes clearly well, within 30 feet of me it doesn't yeah. matter if you're slow or not could you say that yeah. again so you can just part yeah. 30 feet ahead and then mm -hmm. and presumably like a sense of how 
far away my spell ends like i have a an innate sense of the distance yeah well i mean obviously you have an idea where 30 feet away is and yeah, uh, okay so you can just kind of lead everybody up there um anyway so um you're gonna keep doing this leapfrog thing go 30 feet 30 feet 30 feet 30 feet or they can just stay 30 feet behind me mm-hmm, yeah we can just move as a group as long as they're 30 feet behind me. I don't think I need to like go 60 feet ahead and then. Definitely. And okay. So in Adri, give me another um, investigation check. 17. Okay. Well, that's a little different. And you are pretty sure that in the gloom there in front of you, that you saw something kind of jump behind one of the big toadstools in front of you up there probably probably a good like 40 50 feet in front of you then i'll kind of put my hand up to get everybody to stop and hopefully that's enough we've been traveling together long enough that prompts you guys to maybe also investigate or perceive so adri gives you the warning symbol what are you guys going to do i'm going to investigate and or perceive I'm going to stop making noise to the best of my ability so that she can go and look at whatever she needs to go look at. I kind of just want to open myself up to the surroundings and just let my natural perceptions leak out, see if I can hear anything. Okay. And well, everyone who wants to can uh, roll a perception check. Can I roll again? Uh, no, you already did yours. Yeah. Would I okay. know that's what she intends or... Probably you would uh, you would know that uh, something something's up or else she wouldn't ask you to stop. Uh, twenty five. A six. I'm enamored with one of the glowing fungi. <laughs> also a six. Well, they are very attractive. So yeah. So. Uh, uh, what was that again, Craval? Nineteen, sir. Okay. Um, yeah. So so Arlen and and uh, and Noan are like, what's that? What's that? What? Oh, shiny. And uh, but um, uh, Craval and. And uh, Cotter, you guys uh, do kind of hear just kind of like a little crack, like somebody stepped on something somewhere in front of you. So, uh, you know, whatever Adri noticed, you can you definitely heard something up there. Actually, you were talking about how this is like a pine forest, but it's mushrooms instead. Mm-hmm. So on, imagine on kind a... of a lodgepole pine forest where you just have yeah. the big trunks sticking up. And, and Yeah. What What's the ground? Is it just like bare rock or... Um, you can imagine um, that the ground over the eons here, the uh, you know probably probably started out with fungus growing on uh, you know on bare rock, but over the eons the fungus has died and it's actually left a layer of litter down there that mm. is actually formed its own sort of soil to it. So and then there's like little bits of uh, broken fungus, you know, little bits of the rib and cap that have fallen down. In some places you see whole trunks of the the toadstools and they stick up especially the one that arlen knocked over um but uh, a lot like that so you know very you can imagine just so, sort of like a pine forest would be in in uh in this thing except instead of needles you have fungus ribs and and things like that yeah so does it seem like because does it seem like there's something that could s- be stepped on to snap like that oh yeah All right. yeah any of the dried out uh pieces of fungus would make that noise Okay. But yeah, the three of us know something's over there. It, yeah, it seemed like it was some, somewhere up in front of you guys. Well, I'll shadow step over that direction. Uh, is Passive Without a Trace still working? Um, it is still, yeah. It has not been okay. an hour yet. In fact, so it's I'll, barely, barely I'll been 10 and, minutes. I'll go ahead and meld my way in that direction, maybe okay. on top of like some sort of mushroom head layer so that I can kind of be a bit above Okay, so um, are you going to try to get on top of the mushroom that uh, that uh, you saw the thing go behind? Yeah, sure. Okay, so you you bop up there and you, and you kind of realize that um, you know this is one of the ones where the the ends of the cap kind of tilt up. It's almost like a a dish, and you realize that um, it's a little perilous to get to the edge. You could try to and look over, but at the same time, that's way over there. Cause you know, obviously, you know, toadstool shaped mushrooms have the cap that just sticks way out. And it's, the edges are way, way beyond the center of, of uh, support there. So you could try to do that or um, 
uh, you know, you have to make figure out what you want to do there. Do you want to do you want to try to get over there and and uh, and take a look down? If I see that there's a vantage point that's higher up that looks like it's safe for me to mm -hmm. shadow step to, then I'll do that. If not, then I'll just go somewhere near there okay. where I saw or heard whatever I heard. Do you, do you want to maybe um, shadow meld to the next cap over and look back? Yeah, or? that works. Okay. That works. Okay. So you you uh, you know jump to the next one over about sixty feet away, and you're now well past the the uh, toadstool that you were standing on, and looking back, and um, all you see is there are just several smaller mushroom fungus things, whatever, um, down at the base of the uh, the toadstool. So just more fungus. I don't hear anything. No, uh, but the cinnamon smell is a little more prevalent than it was before. I think I want to take the party the opposite direction then. Uh, which way do you want to go? So I'll, I'll go back to the party and sort of okay. whisper relay that I didn't see anything, but that the smell got stronger. Okay, so what do you all want to do? Well, let's go around it and let's all remember my folly under the giant cavern and not attack anything right away unless we absolutely have to. Oh, come on. What could possibly go wrong? He said with an evil cackle and a grin. <laughs> well, let's try to get ourselves maybe to an edge and circle around. At least we'd have something behind us. Well, you're definitely... Um... You've, you know, you've progressed a couple hundred feet into the, into the, uh, cavern here. Uh, do you want to go all the way back the way you came or do you just want to travel, traverse sideways? Uh, I'm thinking sideways okay. away from the cinnamon smell. Okay. Um, and so Adri, um, give me another investigation check for a, a couple of, a couple of, uh, cycles forward here. 19. Okay. And, and I just have to point out, I have a zero in investigation, so I'm just rolling. You <laughs> no. are rocking it. Yes. Um, and once again, you notice that there is something that seems to move behind the uh, toadstool in front of you. And this one's a really big one. I mean, the, the base has to be a good eight feet across. I think Jesse knows what this might be. I don't think Adri knows what this might be. But can I roll a, a nature? Sure. Okay. But uh, you'll do it with disadvantage because, once again, you just got kind of a shadowy outline. All right. I got a 20 on the first roll. <laughs> 13? 13. Um, so nothing comes to mind at this point. Too bad about that 20. I'm sure it messes with you deeply, the fact that we just can't rule. Yeah, it's terrible. To, to understand your dastardly plans. Yes. Okay, so what are you going to do now? I guess keep moving forward. Okay. I mean, the direction that we were already headed as a party, just keep going that way. Hope we find some other mouth to leave so, this yeah. cavern. Okay, so obviously you're going to have to go right by this toadstool if you're going forward. Um are you doing anything special as you approach the toadstool? Other than being as stealthy as possible? I don't really think so. I mean, paying okay. attention, too. Yeah. Well, give me your stealth roll just because I want to feel bad about my ability to, you know, hide things. Uh-huh. It's still 20-something, but I rolled a four. Hang on. Um, 17 plus 21. 21? Okay. Um, so you just go kind of sneaking up there. And are you going to, what are you going to do as you pass the, the trunk of the toadstool? Are you, are you going to jump around? Are you going to just peek around? Or are you just going to keep, you know, walking I'm forward? I'm just going to peek around. I don't okay. feel like making any big movements is a great idea. Okay. And um, so you just kind of peek around the corner there uh, with your 21 stealth. And there is, once again, um, a couple of smaller uh, fungal bodies uh, right behind it. Um and you can't help but notice that the cinnamon smell is very prevalent here. And then you notice one of the um, fungal toadstool body, whatever it is, blinks at you. Oh, I mean, probably. 
Now can I roll a nature again, or? Um, I mean, now that I noticed that it yeah, blinked. Yeah, definitely, and you can roll roll uh, with uh, or make a regular roll on this one. Regular roll, mm-hmm. so no no disadvantage. And. And what was it? Ten. Ten. Okay, no, this doesn't ring a bell to you. Um, now, Adria, are you, what, uh, I've forgotten, um, when we descended down, are you, are you still in, um, makeup? Did you go with the circle of disguise? Are you, are you in drow form right now or are you still in, in overlander I, makeup? I may, I may be recalling this incorrectly, but I think I gave someone the circlet of disguise. Yeah. I gave one of the party. Yeah. yeah. And I, I was going to go without the makeup so that it would be slightly easier to blend in if need be. Okay. So, but um, like I have the compact to make me look more drowish if yeah. I need to. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, so you, um, you're, you're in, in, in drow form at this point in time. And as you kind of peek around and this mushroom, you know, blinks its eyes or whatever at you, um, you notice the odor changes it's not doesn't smell like cinnamon anymore um it's kind of more like um cilantro or something like that it's, it's very pungent and um actually give me insight check eight eight um it's just, it was going so well yes it used up all the magic and it, it kind of starts shuffling backwards but you can't i mean obviously it's a fungus you can't really um read its emotions and um, then all of a sudden, the fungus next to it blinks and starts shuffling backwards. And you notice that they actually have arms and legs. Um, and, and once again, the, the cilantro smell becomes very, very prevalent. What are you going to do? I do want to point out that I'm immune to disease and poison. Just, yeah. just saying. Um, well, I will also back away. They don't seem hostile, so I, I don't want to um aggress them so I'll okay. come back to the party and tell them what i saw okay and um you, you notice when you back off that they, they kind of stop and then of course you lose them around the corner so um what are you, you going to tell the party tiny mushroom creatures carval just going to stare at her for yeah. a minute and go what and, and actually, they weren't terribly tiny. Um, one of them was um, probably... I mean, they're tiny relative yeah. to the giant mushrooms around us. True, true, yeah. But one of them was probably about three feet tall, um, the second one. But the other one was probably a good four and a half, almost five feet tall. Small mushroom creatures. M- mushroom people? They looked like it. And I'll let you guys know too that the the scent changed from sort of that cinnamon spicy smell to something more herbal. And this is normal down here? Underdark's a big place. Did they try to attack you? They just backed away from me. They didn't try to attack me. They didn't move to do really anything other than leave. Then I would say we, we should return the favor and just move about our business. I agree. There's a shortage of non-hostile creatures down here. Any idea where we need to go in relation to your home? Or I know we're down here to look for something, but... Again, the Underdark's a big place. That's like landing somewhere in Massachusetts and trying to find LA. Yeah, the thing that we're looking for down here is a dark city. That narrows it down to literally every city. I know. Actually, you did recognize the that city. I I did. Yes. Okay, I didn't. I didn't remember that. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Do I have a? Do I have any sort of remembrance of any sort of like large fungal forests near my home? Um, th- my- there are there are several um, in the various caverns, but. Uh, um, you know, it's not not all that unusual down here in the Underdark to have one of these fungal forests. That's fair. So then those of you guys who have, like, detect magic and things like that, maybe that would help? I can help you, stealth you, but I can't really help navigate. Adrian, you didn't recognize the city through the scry, right? 
I, I think I did. I think that's what he means by that I recognized it. What, what do you remember it being? Good question. What do I remember it being? Um, so you did not escape from the Underdark in this particular passage. Um, this this was a this was all new discovery to you when when uh, we we first found this gap in the subterranean hall leading down into uh, you know with the drawish letters on it. So um, you you know that uh, there are many passages to the surface, and uh, you took another one of them that ended up you know when you when you broke to the surface you ended up very near the uh, monastery that you ended up staying in. Um, but uh, you know so you you. You, you are just about as lost here as, as uh, everyone else. You, you know that this is going to get down into the depths of the earth, but um, where it's going to go from there, you're not real sure. I mean, it may go directly into the, your home city or it might end up going someplace else entirely. You're not, you're not real sure. But did I recognize that city as my city? Yes, that's where you grew up. Fun. The main city of the drow. Even more fun. Luckily, we have magic. Then, then I imagine there's got to be, if it's a major city, then there's probably things scattered about in all the caverns that can help lead to it. I mean, there's got to mm -hmm. be infrastructure, roads, yep. things like that. Sooner or later, you'll come across a main thoroughfare, yes. So then I guess we just got to keep going. Yeah, I guess. Uh, that's not really sounding much like a plan because we know how big the upper world is and we know that therefore the underworld here must be just as big. Perhaps it might behoove us to leave the way we came in, go back to your monastery and go through the way you came out. That's not a bad idea. Well, but yeah, your but, guys are already down under the earth at this point in time, almost a full day's travel. and Right, uh, and on top of that, if this was this was from the well that we entered, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then that's going to be the way that the lich entered too. So we have to follow his tracks. That is logical. And the other the other thing that comes to mind is that uh, Adria, you know that the drow will open up and destroy openings from time to time, just so they you know won't be discovered. So there's no telling if the one that you escaped from near the monastery is there anymore. Exactly. Well, then the other way of doing this, Adri, you said the mushroom people actually saw you and proceeded to try to get away. That would denote a certain amount of intelligence. Did you try to talk to them? I mean, deer <laughs> also run away from hunters, so. I don't speak fungus. And, you know, if you think about it, if anybody speaks fungus, no one would speak fungus. <laughs> Because I'm just a fun guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. We'll, we'll already do that. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, think... we, need a, we need a direction. We can't just wander. Which is why I brought up, like, two minutes ago that those of you who have detect magic and things like that could maybe use that. Or maybe we could contact um, Galchabar and see if he has some suggestions. Well, your present problem is getting across this uh, cavern with the fungal forest in there. I'm, I'm not sure Galchabar could be much help in that. Do yeah. we know it's a cavern, or could this be one enormous... I don't know how the Underdark works. Could this just be one enormous underground cavern, or is there going to be an end to it eventually? Uh, well, Adri I think it's would, all caverns. Yeah, it's all very linked caverns that Adri would know about. I think we should just proceed with as much caution as possible, and just like be prepared. I've got yeah, let's just move forward. If, if the fungal people haven't attacked us, maybe they'll just let us go. See if there's an opening at the other end, wherever that is. Yeah. And again, it's not going to hurt with if those of you who can detect magic might want to try detecting some magic. I don't have that prepared for today. Okay. I also don't have it. I, don't, I, don't I have do it know, however, that if this was up in the mountains during blizzard time, we teach our young that if they get in a blizzard and they're trying to find a way to put their hand out, especially if they're near like a mountain and trail their hand along the mountain, because at least then they're knowing they're going a specific direction. Since we can't see the other side for these fungus, let's find the cliff face, keep it on our left or right, and then walk carefully. Okay, well, you guys were headed off to the left, so you just want to keep yeah. going straight forward until you hit the uh, side yeah. of the cavern? 
And what are we going to do to make sure we don't inadvertently just form circles and loops? We can leave a trail of something. Fungus crumbs? Do we have anything like makeup or paint or something we could just you know, mark them, safely mark these things without causing damage? Or uh, use some. I know we have Arlen the Mushroom Slayer, but. I think we should be we have, the monks have ball bearings, like a ton of ball bearings. I have like 10. I have 2,000. I haven't used them at all. <laughs> but those would, they're small. Can we just get little bits they're of. They're small, but they would work. Well, if they. We don't get, necessarily want like an obvious path to us. Yeah. We'd, we'd have to notice them for them to be effective. Well, yeah, you guys could just, put them obvious places that they're visible as you're going right. along. Right, they don't okay. have to be, you know, a big old pile okay. of ball bearings. I mean, can we get little bits of fungus and just make shapes like an arrow form that only mm -hmm. we know? I mean, we ought to be able to yeah. stack them in. Or we could just use the ball bearings because I haven't used mm -hmm. them for 10 levels. Yeah, but they're like this big. Yeah, but we can see them. Yeah, the dungeon yeah, masters use the ball not. bearings more. Yeah, that's not true. I thought, oh, was it not you who used them on the slide? No, that was no, a, that, that was, was a dungeon master. Like I said, the dungeon you. master has used the ball bearings more than the monk has. <laughs> and no one's used them, but I haven't. Yeah. I, or because we could, no one's used them, so it wasn't really fun to me as well. The giant fungus, if there are fungus people living here, they might take that as an act of aggression. Well, not if you're just leaving yeah, one or here. I kind of doubt it. You never know. And I think, like, in, since you have so many, that, like, instead of just, like, leaving a ball bearing, we could do, like, three or something in like a arrow kind of like the direction we're going yeah and then i think it would be valuable those of us who have like little light cantrips can you know do something shiny to sort of maybe make them appear better if we were really looking for them but i think we can have a sense of of where they are yeah we can even like push them into the trunks of the mushrooms mm -hmm. i like the ball bearing idea okay instead of breadcrumbs Tiny metal balls. Is, is somebody with a handbook? Because I don't have mine. Oh, you yeah, hold on a second. I want to see how long the light lasts. Do we really want to be using light at the moment? I don't think so. Yeah. No, I just meant if we actually got lost, like those of us that have dark vision didn't see them for whatever reason, then we can do something to to make the shininess appear. Mm -hmm. Well, with the light cantrip, I can make the light as bright or as not bright as I want. So if you really want that, I can make it like a real dull red, just something to make it much different than what we're looking at and it won't shine off that much light. Okay. And there's plenty of things light that are glowing in here to begin with, but mm -hmm. it might not be that weird. Light hey, is one hour. Preval, where's your owl? Outside flying around free and happy like I wish I was. I would assume that you would have left uh, Thrax um, and Trash. the owl and uh, the hamster on the... Uh, no, on the no Thrax ship. stays with me, man. I'm not going to let Thrax out by itself. This sounds like a bad idea. I'm, you know, I, I would probably guess you would probably leave Thrax behind on the on the sh on the airship, but I mean, you t you tell me what you did. I bring Thrax. That's okay. my little buddy. Okay, and how about the owls? The owl on the airship, or is or is it in here with he's you? He's out flying until I whistle for him. Once I get back outside, otherwise he's just free to the wind. Okay, so he's sitting in a palm tree, or or on the ship or whatever. Mm -hmm, yeah, and it actually, obviously, Dania has taken a shine to him, so. Oh my gosh, a pirate with an owl instead of a parrot. I love that. She's not a pirate anymore. Like, Ish. she was a smuggler uh, so at worst. Kind of. To try to get us out from our spun wheels here, let, let's assume Adri gives Craval a handful of these, and one at a time I'll just light up a dull red light and put it up to a mushroom, make sure it doesn't move, and just put this little stone a little bit into the soft skin that glowing a different color than anything else. So we know it's our marker and let's just head down the way. So you're going to leave glowing. Can you apply the cantrip to like an unlimited number of things? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, because it's not a concentration. It's a duration. Yeah. Last okay. one. Okay. That, so you're that gonna, works. You're going to leave works. little glowing red uh, ball bearings behind. Good Very idea. Nice. Okay. Very good. Okay. So Adri, give me a survival roll as you move forward, trying to find the wall of the cavern. 23. Okay. Nice. Um, and so you um, so basically unerringly head towards the, the side of the cavern and um, you notice that the cinnamon smell becomes less pronounced and you actually um, start hearing the sound of dripping water 
and you find yourselves up against the side of the cavern and, and there's a series of stalactites and stalagmites and they're drip, drip, dripping from the, the top down. And you uh, realize that you're at, at the side of the cavern and there's actually quite a ways. Um, and so this, this must be a uh, truly um, enormous chamber that you're in. And, but you can follow it around heading for the other side if you want. That's the idea. Okay. And you follow it around probably for a good hour and it slowly begins to curve back towards the center. And um, then you notice the cinnamon smell begins to pick up again. Do I think we went backwards? Nope, nope. You're following the, the thing around. I mean, certainly not walking in circles. Um, you're, you're, you know, like I said, well, well further forward of where you were before. Well, I think a cinnamon smell is better than whatever other smell that was. Okay, so what can do you I want to do? Can I just keep going? Um, yeah, keep going. Can we, like, do a swift perception thing to um, try and, like, see if anything jumped out of the way again? Okay. Um, so are you all up with Adri, or is Adri still in the lead? At this point, I think we might as well stay together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll just stick together. So everybody can make a investigation check as you're looking forward. 19. And I do want to, I'll have it, um, because Pass Without a Trace only lasts a half an hour, I'll cast it again mm -hmm. as we get the smell being stronger, just in case. I rolled a 19. Same for Cotter. How about everyone else? I got a 19. I got a 9. I got a three. <laughs> no one is just entranced by the mushrooms. So, 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 so once again, you, yeah, the three of you me. are looking yeah. forward and going, I think I see something by that tree. And then no one and, and Arlen are back there going, ooh, shiny. Look, it glows. Look, look, you're shaking and the little glow part, part uh, falls off. Arlen's so. like thinking of all these recipes that he can make with giant mushrooms. Yeah. Mushroom bisque, cream of mushroom, mushroom a la mode. Yeah. <laughs> now I have faint memories of mushrooms that would try to eat me from someplace. I don't know. I'm a little spooked. I would just eat the mushrooms. They're delicious. Mushroom al fresco. Okay. Um, and in fact, actually, but the um, the three of you do seem to think you see some movement again up and and this time though, it's taller than the last time. Where you know this one's probably a good six feet, six and a half feet tall. Whatever it was that, and it, and once again, it just kind of uh, disappears. Not like it sees you, but like it was going from one spot to another, and it just disappears behind the tree or the trunk of the uh, fungus in front of you. All right. Well, considering what happened the last time I ran into them, I'll just kind of uh, maybe monks camp to no one because he's not really paying much attention and then everyone else who is paying attention will probably figure it out arlen just following along that he should just <laughs> proceed with caution okay and what are you going to do when you get up to the side of that toadstool i mean keep going i don't really feel a need to engage the creatures if they didn't attack me last time i don't think they will now okay and uh, once won't. again you come around the corner of the the uh toadstool there and there's this fungal creature. It's bent over, um, and it looks like, of all things, it's tending the little bits of fungus that are on the ground. Um, almost like, you know, it looks like it's gardening. I love this. And as this you come terrible. around the corner... I, it, know what, I know what these are. I know Adrian doesn't know what these are, and these are, like, my favorite creatures in the whole game. And it, you know, you come around, and it just kind of spins around, almost in alarm, and looks at you. And once again, the... Uh, the uh, Smell goes from cinnamon to cilantro, and it's just kind of blinking there. And actually, everyone can roll me insight at this point in time. Insight? Insight. I got an 18. 16. I got a 5. <laughs> 16. 17. They're not glowing, 14. so they can't be acting. Okay, so um, no one is just can't read this fungus at all. Uh, but pretty much the rest of you, I mean, it looks startled, and it looks like it's in a defensive stance as if it's fearful. Krabal Does anyone have something to calm it? Krabal just oh, will just hold up an empty hand and keep his keep his glaive pointed up. Says just dumbly say, "Hello." Oh my God, Krabal! And um, it just kind of looks from one to the other to the other to the other. And Adri, you can't help but notice when he looks at you, 
that it pauses just a little bit longer as if he's trying to evaluate. And then he looks, looks, and um, it almost it appears as if it kind of makes up its mind and it takes one step closer to you and just kind of stands up straight and there are little like vesicles across its body. I mean, the whole body looks like it is some sort of a fungus. I mean, the, the head ends up looking kind of almost like the top of a fungal cap. And then, you know, the sides are kind of the uh, streaked like, a, a, you know, the sides of a fungus like you would have in a shiitake mushroom or something like that. But it has like these little vesicles and you notice that they all open up and this little puff of spores emanates from you and surrounds all of you. And then all of a sudden you hear in your mind it say, hello. Oh, never mind. Good job, Krival. Yeah. Thanks, Adrian. And that's and that's where we're gonna stop today. Okay, um, so what is it about this party and making critical rolls when I want them to do something? If I give them a skills challenge and it's easy, they roll low. If it's a difficult one, they roll high. Um, but yeah, so they uh, were supposed to have encountered the myconoids early on in this episode. And they just kept rolling poorly. And then when they did encounter them... Then Adri rolled poorly on insight and couldn't figure out what was going on. And so we end up just wandering around this fungal forest for an entire episode. <sighs> anyway, so just the way it is. But they seem to have finally made contact. But is this going to be a good contact or a bad contact? And even after they deal with that, they're no closer to getting down to the drought city than they were to begin with. So where are they going to go from here? We'll have to wait for the next episode to find out. Until then, let us know what you think. Rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head. <laughs>